Father, for you are the pillar that holds the foundation of our lives. You are the pillar that holds our soul together. Father, you put together the infirmities, all that are not firm within our soul. You make them firm. Lord, you firm us up. You make us with strength. You bless us with the blessing of your name. Father, you named us according to who you are. Thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus. Thank you for the sprinkling of your blood. Thank you, Father, for the taking away of sins. Thank you, Father, for the provision for to take away all that is seen within our soul. Father, thank you for the precious blood. Thank you for the gift of Christ. Thank you for the gift which you have given for us to be made whole and for to return to you wholesome. Thank you, Father, for being the the stronghold of our lives. Thank you, Father, for being the pillar that we can rest on. Thank you, Father, for being the, the strong foundation. Thank you, Father, for being the cornerstone of our lives. Thank you, Father, for that work which you have done concerning us. You want to be made strong. You want to have something to rest on. Thank you, Father, for Christ. Thank you. Thank you, Father, because you've made him the propitiation for our sins. Thank you, Father, for you've set him to be able to save us to the uttermost. Thank you, Father, for the work which you are making him continuously do in our lives. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your blessing this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Father, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. Father, we give you all the praise. 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 Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Oh, Father, we worship you. We give you all the praise. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, it's a bit noisy, eh? I wonder why. Okay. You guys can use this for music. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Sorry for this little break in transmission. I'm just trying to get myself together. Amen. And thank you for being patient with me as I get this together. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
Amen. Amen. Okay, now I can hear myself. Okay, that's good. Sorry, sorry, sorry for this little break. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Mahata fena, mahata peri, asaya. Eldam, haya tafia. Halataya, miata fire, halehata miata fia. Lakaya ta sin takaya. A profil. Hai to kem, hai gadan. Hai to gai mi andon. Misifi, help us if Halapan, helipin. Hai to hami kam. Kumati mahati. Elevion, 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 Elevation, Amyan, Tovion, 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 Missic Help, Elepa, Helican, Help, Hopaim, Sikan, Heladon, Hightabiv, Halatabiv, Halatabiv, right, Elta right, me, Kalamina, Mita, right, to write. Hell to feel right. I tamika right. A fear. A fear. A fear. A fear. A heart of fear. Hell me susufeg. Ha. Highest. Height. A seat. Height. Susi. See. I to see. Height. Ho ho see. Filia. Fulfill you. I to fool. Fulfill. 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 Yes, sir. Don't get my shit. Even into heaven, even into heaven, 
Folks, give your heart today, for I will write on it. Present your heart today, for I want to write on it. I want to make you of the stature of a man that is coming into my things. Man, my tight, make her my cue height. Dear the Spirit. Yes, Lord. And to make you high. And to make it to make you high. I want to make you high. I'm making you high. I'm a super helmata high. Yes, I mean. Make you. Make you high. I want to make you high. I'm bringing you high. I'm bringing you heights. I'm bringing high to you. Oh, high. Elma, high. High. Halma, high. Halma, high. Halma, high. Halma, high. High. Set the spirit. I make two pages open for special pet might. Faith fit might. Mate might make making might might. And put a friend right. I'm putting a might in your might. I'm putting might in you. I'm putting might in you. I'm strengthening the heart. I'm strengthening your high mind to comprehend. I'm calling the I'm putting a camp calm, can they come in calm quick don't turn it? I am turning your heart even to high places. I am turning your soul even to high places. I am turning your life into high places. For you will no longer live on the earth. For you will live in high places. Amen. You will live in high places. Amen. You will live even in heavenly places. Amen. For your life will be patterned according to the heavenly. You will begin to experience reality of heaven. Amen. You will experience reality of heaven. Highness. Highness. Height. Height. I'm elevating you above things. Amen. Above things even in your surrounding. Even Amen. things in your height. Then they will be height. Even necessary things. Even above necessary things. Amen. Even things, even things that are legitimate. Even things that you say, hey, oh, what about this? What about that? Even things that have before been legitimate to you will be brought low. Amen. For I will raise you above them. Amen. I will raise you above your needs. Amen. I will raise you above your bodies. Amen. I will raise you above the natural capacity that you, can, that you can come into with your strength. Amen. I will raise you into heavenly strength. Amen. For you will know heavenly strength. Amen. Heavenly strength. Amen. Heavenly strength. See the Spirit. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, our helper. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Thank you for helping us this morning. Thank you, even as we cross into this afternoon. Thank you, Father, for the help which you have sent. Lord, I pray this noon. Lord, I ask for help, for utterance. Help me. Spirit of the living God, I come unto you. 
I don't know what you want to say. I don't know anything, Lord. I have nothing of myself. I I am entirely weak before you. So I submit to your spirit. I come under your spirit. I submit to the spirit which you've given, even for utterance and for word, this morning, this noon. Lord, I ask for help to be able to connect your thought and to speak your word. As you have designed it to be today. Lord, I pray that you will help my infirmities. Lord, you know, you said in your word that the Spirit helped our infirmities, for we know not how to pray. Lord, I know not how to pray this morning, neither do I know how to speak. I ask, Lord, that you will help my infirmities this morning. You will make me firm. Help me to be firm, even to speak your word. Help us. I pray for every heart this morning. Lord, we ask that the entrance into your word you will grant for every heart in the name of Jesus. Lord, the meekness needed for us to connect your thought, to come to the height which you have designed you would give to us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayer. Lord, as we go into your word, we ask for grace to pack this, the word for us. The word is your water. Lord, as you parted the Red Sea, as you parted for Israel to pass through, oh, Mahali Avisekem pride. Lord, I pray for help this morning to divide your word, to divide the waters, to break into your word. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. How many of us are happy to be here this morning? Just uh, say hi to your neighbor. Say, I'm very, I'm very happy to see you. Just give it, give it a smile. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I hope we are happy to be here this morning. Yes, I'm happy to see you as well. I'm glad that you are you are able to uh, to fight and deal with Satan this morning. Uh, you know, coming here, there's a lot of war that goes into it. A lot of war. You know, it's not easy to move souls. You know, so you know, it takes a whole lot of grace and energy to to move our heart to just decide, okay, let's come. You know, in, you know, this early Saturday morning, there's so many things we can be doing. You know, there's so many things we can uh, you know, give ourselves to. We can, you know, try to sleep in and, you know, add another hour to, maybe, uh, maybe another two, three hours to our sleep, you know. But the Lord recognizes your labor of love. And I believe... Um, it's part, it's part of the discipline for inheritance of life, really, because um, we must be able to deny ourselves. The denial of self is a, is a strong thing, man. It's not easy. And it is in the denial that we are able to leave part of ourselves 
and for new things to come in. And then we're not denying, it means that we will be full. We won't be able to receive anything. The, mo the more of ourselves we have, the less we can take of God. So when the Lord is demanding for you know, our comfort, our time, um, it's not ordinary and it's quite significant. Amen. Uh, and what am I saying? So, I mean, uh, the Lord, uh, I don't want to discourage anybody, but you know, the Lord honors, see, <laughs> the Lord honors our, the, the, the steps, the strides we take in the spirit, right? I mean, like, it's, we could have easily, you know, maybe sit at home and just, you know, decide to listen online. But there's a difference from that to being here. There's a huge difference. Right, I mean, if, if you are able to, let me put it that way, if you are able to, right, um, you know, it's a different scenario, maybe one way or the other, maybe we're not able to, I mean, God understands, but as long as we are able to, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of training, you know? but the Lord honors, so I want, to, I want you to just appreciate yourself for being here, I just appreciate, say thank, say, I appreciate myself for for being able to, to come and you know, help with the ministry of the word. Amen. Uh, imagine you know, if we are not here, those online won't have anything, right? Because, <laughs> so I mean, those online also should appreciate those that are here. I mean, because if we are not here, I mean, forget it, man. So, so that the word can go out. So thank you for being here. Uh, as I appreciate it, the Lord also appreciates you. Amen. And the Lord, I believe, you see that little step of faith, that something has already begun. A work has begun in the heart when it comes to uh, receiving the things of God. Now, the things of God is not, it's not, uh, it's not easy to come by. You know, I, mean, I guess maybe because of the way we receive them, uh, maybe because you know, the Lord is merciful and all that. So we feel, eh, anyhow we do it, it's okay. No, it's not like that. There's a whole lot of denial. There's a whole lot of coming out of self that would take place. So uh, I guess I'm talking too much, eh? but I just want to say thank you. <laughs> thank you for being here. The Lord appreciates. So um, I'm happy to see our fa beautiful faces. Amen. Amen. Uh, I see, you know, Auntie here, Auntie Joy. Auntie Joy, Joy is, uh, you know, looking pretty. And, uh, you know, Edith there looking awesome. And the brother... Uh, the husband beside looking sharp. Amen. Even, even though we can't see the face, but we can see your face. We've seen your countenance. So from the way your face is looking, we can kind of get a sense of your countenance. Amen. Uh, <laughs> and uh, can you please appreciate my wife? Uh, thank you for, for helping us greatly this morning. Um, she's looking pretty. Thank you. Amen. Need to know. Thank you for being here. Amen. Thank you for for your labor of love this morning. The Lord bless you greatly. Amen. Amen. And uh, uh, I know. Good to see you. Good to see you. Your pretty face. Thank you for being here. And Brother Kelvin here too. I just appreciate him. Amen. Praise the Lord. I appreciate Brother Stephen too, cause you know 
that ministry here is quite important, so we appreciate you. We thank you for all that you do. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I guess it's time to go into the word, eh? Um, uh, uh, I know the word as in, I'm looking at, uh, the prophecy has come now, what is needed now is all trans. Amen. Amen. Uh, one of the training is learning to follow the spirit. So the spirit brought forth the tongue and interpretation, so we have to follow that. Um, I was greatly tempted to continue from Tuesday just to to see, but who knows? Maybe we would find entrance there. But it's like the direction we are going today is a little bit different. Um, but one thing is clear from the the tongue and interpretation, and what what is clear is that the Lord wants to elevate our souls. Amen. 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 The Lord wants to bring our soul into a higher place. Amen. Amen. And what does that mean? Um, what does that mean? It means that the, there are places in the realm of the spirit. Amen. 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 There are places where? In the realm of the spirit. Can we open the book of Ephesians chapter 1? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Uh, let's hope that we, are <laughs> that we are getting it right. Amen. Amen. Every day I am learning the spirit. I'm still learning. One of the things that is quite essential, you know, is... The, uh, the, the meekness to be able to follow the spirit when it comes to the giving of the word. Amen. Amen. Sometimes our mind wants to come in and then, ah, go out to help. But I'm learning day by day that the, the right heart attitude is to submit totally, even though I don't know fine, but it's also a step of faith. And is that thing is not just for teaching or ministry, it's a dealing that our soul should be used to. Which is part of the reason for for giving ourselves seriously to the leading of the spirit. Amen. But let's go to Ephesians chapter one. Um, can someone remember what I just said just now? Uh, we have what? Places in the realm of the spirit. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Says Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. 
Grace be to you. Okay, all right, Holy Spirit. Um, I just had an impression to maybe talk about that verse 1. I don't know why, but let's see. Say, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. When we hear this, uh, what we call will, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is that it is the will of God that he will become an apostle, Uh, which is true. But in a sense, there is more to that. Amen. Amen. It says, an apostle by the will of God. It means that he came into apostleship by the will of God. It means that it is the will of God that raised Paul to be an apostle. Uh, Do we we understand the difference of what I was saying earlier? So there is the sense of Paul... Becoming an apostle just by the sheer uh, desire in God's heart. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, God, uh, God wants me to be an apostle, so I'm an apostle today. No, but there's also a different sense of what we call will. Amen. Amen. The will of God is different. Um, or let me put it this way. The, the will of God that we're, I'm talking about here is different from that uh, what is in the heart of God concerning my school? Is it God's will that I go to school or not? No, I'm not talking about that. Um, in short, uh, what it, when they say God's will, they are heavenly, the will of God are heavenly resources and blessings. I don't know if I can put it that way. The will of God is, is what can make a man the, to have the form of God. Amen. Amen. So it says Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God. I know there's, there's also stories around this, right, that we can, we can take about, you know, you know many people wanted, uh, the, did not want Paul to be an apostle because he was not there when Jesus came, right? So when he came, uh, the, the apostle wanted somebody else, but the will of God prevailed. So Paul became an apostle. <laughs> Um, I mean, that story happened, right? But there's a sense to this will. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ. He, he say apostle of Jesus Christ, meaning he apostles Christ. He's an apostle of Jesus. Amen. Um, I don't know if I can talk about apostleship today, but that, that is a whole word entirely. Amen. It's an apostle. I mean, apostle means the, uh, the sent one. An apostle of Jesus. He's the, he's the saint of Jesus Christ. Meaning Jesus sent him. Right? By the will of God. So it was, he became sent by God's will. Now, to send an apostle is not just them waking up in a day and say, ah, the Lord appeared to me and he sent me. No. To be sent, there's a whole lot of heavenly resources Raising. For somebody to be sent, they must be raised. Mm. 
When they are raised to a cent status, then they send them. Does that make sense? So Paul became an apostle by a will, meaning he was raised by a will. So, so when I'm talking about will here, so we now see that it's different you know, from what we usually you know, consider what a will is. Okay, is that what you want? No, it's not what I want. Because sometimes we say will is, is that what God wants? No, okay, that's not what God wants. Okay. Amen. Amen. If you ask me, ah, I don't know if I should go into this area. Sha. <laughs> you know, if you ask me, you know, there's a whole, see this, because I believe this is a whole, is a, a world of trouble for souls. But we're trying to figure out many things about what is God's will. We want to know what's God's will to go to school. What is God's will to have a job? What is God's will to have a husband or wife? What is God's will? What is God's will? What is God's will? This will area is a problem. It's a serious one. But here is a simple definition of what God's will is. Everything else God will have to do with you eh, is because of this will, not anything else. And this will of God are things inside of him that can elevate you to places in the realm of the spirit. But what are those places? They are places of God's things. Does that make sense? It means that God kept his things in places. But those places where he kept them, they are elevations. Or you can call them heavens. I'm already teaching this verse, so, but we'll read it. But he kept his things in heavens. Heavens. Or you can also call the will of God blessing. You can call the will of God blessings that can come to a soul. Now, when we hear blessing, I know there's another sense, right, to blessing. Blessing is not money. Blessing is not things that are working for me. That's not blessing. That's not what, that's not what heaven calls blessing. What heaven calls blessing are these things called will. We read Hatmia, we read Romans, Abi. Romans 12 from Tuesday, right? Well, that you may be able to prove what is good, accept on the perfect will of God. Those are wills. They are not, is this, because let's not forget the sense I'm talking about what the will of God is. But there's a sense of what we've learned concerning that time, we don't have understanding too much. So when we hear good, acceptable, and perfect, We've classified them in, as the way men make decisions. Is this, I didn't really like it too, but it's okay. So we call that good. Acceptable means mm, it's beyond okay. Mm, it's, more, it's more acceptable. Maybe you've journeyed further than just being okay. Right? So in God's, that one said, me, like, I'm trying to sort it out. And I like to be, to me, it's like the acceptable is the same thing as good, the way we are classifying them. Yeah. Right? Then perfect means that's the perfect will of God. This is really what God wants. See those other ones? It's you that want it, 
God just allowed it. Right? But not really. It's not like that. The will that they're talking about is not, that's not, that one is how men make decisions. That's not, that's not what heaven calls will. The will of God has a lot to do with bringing you from where you are or from where I am into where he is. If you're asking me, what is God's will? I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there you might be also. That's God's will. In my father's house, there are many mansions. Now, I'm, 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 I'm clarifying this will. This, ah, there's a way I'm talking about this will. Just clarifying it a bit in the sense that it's very essential. See, when we know this one, our Christian life will be a lot easier. Why? Because there's a whole lot of things that is so cloudy because we don't understand what, what God, what is in the heart of God or what is in the mind of God. Amen. Amen. And the, how do I put it, the daily, the daily uh, things that we, 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 how do I put it, there are things we do every day that no, we, we, we tend to account, activities that we think you know, maybe that's what that's what in the mind. What God's no, I mean, it's not it's not activities that we are doing that is in the mind of God. Or what when God looks at a soul, what He's looking at is the soul. He's looking at that. He's looking at a man. How can I bring this man to me? That's what is in the heart of God. So it's not far fetched that God wants to elevate our soul, right? So because all that is in God's heart is to bring a man to Himself. Simple. Why am I a Christian? So that you can journey to where God is. Simple. So Christianity is not uh, just you know, going to places, clap hands, Father, we worship you, feel good, go home, and then we are confused. We are still trying to sort out what will is. We try to make decisions about our life. We don't know because we try to find out: is it God's will? Is it God's will? Is it God's will? It's not God's will. It's not God's will. Is it God's will? Okay. So, that, see that aspect of does God want me to do this or not? Is it God's perfect will? See that one is not too hard to find. Lydi answers that problem. Right? Does God want me to do this? Is it God's will? Is it good? Acceptable? God does not have partially good. Decision. This is what I'm trying to say. It does not have, okay, this might be okay. But this is really what I want. No. God does not have that. <laughs> what God has is, this is what I want. Simple. Yeah. No question, nothing else. Yeah. The issue, whether good or is when we <laughs> come into the scene, when we land like this, we now see all kinds of spectrum. Yeah. To God, this is what I want, this is not what I want. Simple. For us, we now take those, see that, those two, we now begin to divide them from what he wants to what he does not want. Okay, now begin to separate them. If, if we find that maybe somewhere in that spectrum, one aligns with our will, yeah. Yeah. I'll just take it and then go and do it. Why? It's good, it's acceptable. No, the far end is the one that, no, 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 no. See that far end is the one that our conscience is telling us, don't near that place. See that place you are going, don't go there. 
Amen. Amen. So the will of God is not, is not a mystery. The will of God are substances. The will of God are substances of blessing, if I can put it that way. They are things of blessing, which when put into a soul, it can make a soul good. Later, it can make that soul acceptable. Later, it can make that soul perfect. Perfect to what? To God. So the, the spectrum here is really how good our journey is to God. So the will of God is that which brings a man from where he is to where God is. But God does not sit where men sit. God is seated in heavenly places. God is seated in heavens. Amen. Ah, God help me this morning. Amen. So, so that we can divide this thing. Amen. So, the will of God. So, let's not forget about heavenly places. So, maybe, maybe I've spent enough time. Maybe I should move forward. Amen. But what I wanted to clarify is that the will of God is what can raise a man. The will of God can raise. The will of God is actually for raising. Well, let me put it this way. The will of God is for to elevate a soul. Amen. It's for to elevate his soul. Amen. Let's read. So, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus. So, he's writing to saints. Now, of course, these saints are believers, right? They are not all Mahaha and Spi. They are not, they are not, um, these saints are not, ah, the word I want to use is Yoruba. They are not Jeko Jeko Christian. No, they are not eat pap, eat pap Christian. No, eat pap, eat pap. <laughs> they are not pap, they are not pap Christians. They are not pampas. They are not Christians with pampas. They are Christians that they are, they've won pampas, then they've They've, grow, they've had a sense of, uh, how do I put it? What I'm seeing is, you know, a baby wearing pa- diaper can't help. They, they need the help, right? So they need a lot of help. That is why we need to wear them pampers everywhere. So that when they, they don't know where to put a stop to, ah, I want to pee, let me go and pee. Right? They can't make that judgment yet. Yeah. They want to pull. They, can't, they don't know that they have to hold. They go to the washroom. Late, it's later they grow out of it. Right? Yeah. So these Christians, they are no longer, they are, it's, it's like they've come into some level of judgment or self, self, they, they are self-sufficient in a way. Not self-sufficient in themselves, but they've, let me put it this way, they've grown. They don't just go to church, clap hands, and go home. They don't just do Sunday and feel their life is okay and that's it. And then they go and give themselves to all kinds of things. Walk, bobo, uh, geshi, (laughs) 
no geshi geshi yen i don't know that i don't know that sound ah so you don't know that slag ah it's okay it's all right <laughs> okay all right okay bobo geshi you know slang okay so it's not don't you know there's there's a way that a believer can be and all their life they don't have any the believer doesn't have spiritual essence that's a word no spiritual essence nothing no fragrance of the spirit no fra- you know fragrance smells aroma you know there should be aroma of the spirit around believers what makes a soul have aroma is spirit do you know you know what aroma is sometimes you know sometimes when you are singing and then just ah move that's an aroma your aroma is like a your manna in the spirit when the spirit lands upon you and move you it becomes a fragrance that can smell that when your brother perceive that fragrance ah they can fall in love with the spirit does that make sense your aroma you don't hide aroma see as the spirit moves you move yeah it may look foolish but that what some are seeing they are drinking so you know sometimes you can just see somebody sing and they just move in the way and ah and then you feel spirit i remember there's one time like that that where uh, i know everybody knows this because i talk about it a lot but it's okay um maybe i don't talk about it openly really but some some people that know history will know this pahat pelma you know there was a there was a time when uh sister last sang a song called um well i mean name this it's me that named this song <laughs> it's a spiritual song so i gave it a name because of say by the blood come by the blood is it come by the blood I know there's another one called come by the blood but there's another one right that's my in short that's actually my ringtone yeah. if you have heard my ringtone before that's the song So there was something peculiar about so when that song was ongoing because I was watching it that's why I like visuals too visuals can help you drink the spirit more right so I was watching watching the video and the way she was singing the way there's a way she will move and as she will move like she just singing like oh and as she's moving I can smell the aroma of the spirit and I can drink from it and I was also drunk in the spirit and those kind of things were the things that were bringing joy to the soul. But they bring joy to the soul, right? Which is is sweet. It's, it's, it's another kind of fellowship among brethren. Where everybody is in the spirit, there's no shame. Somebody when somebody somebody is not thinking you know there's a way maybe the way our mind can be when somebody moves like, ah what's wrong with that person okay uh, sure you are not in the spirit we should, maybe we should quickly wake you up and move so that you can join the see they are they are in a different place yeah. in short 
there's, a, there's, a, there's an elevation that every believer should come into. Is the elevation of the spirit. How to make a helm. Now, see, see that elevation of the spirit is key if you are going to fly, take flight in the realm of the spirit. See, a soul without spirit is flat. In short, that soul is not raised at all. It's the same with the world. It will be difficult for that soul to detach itself from the world. Why? Because they won't get a sense of a difference from the world and from God. So a believer ought to be elevated. The first elevation in the spirit is the giving of the spirit of God. And, it's, and there's a word they use for it. It's called a heart. Do not be filled with wine, but be ye filled with the spirit. Somebody need, you need what you need to be, you need to be drinking the wine. Because the spirit himself is another wine. Yeah. No, do you know why people like to be high? Because they want to journey. That feeling is not just feeling alone. The journey to a place wow. is an elevation in the spirit. So they will take that soul, take the high, they move, and then when they descend. When the thing finished, they would descend. And when they descend, they land back. Ah! I like where I was, so. It's like I need to take another. So they need a fix. The fix is to. So what they are looking for is to consistently journey into a place. Amen. So there's a need for the soul to journey upward spiritually. Because that's the only way you can be journeying to God. In short, for people that are, that are believers, they should be journeying upward. Amen. So the first, the first high is the Holy Ghost. When you see somebody high in the spirit, and you, and you look at it, you can be high too. Yeah. If you love God, and you desire God, pray. Keep praying in the spirit. One of the, see, I don't know, see, but this is quite just straightforward and clear. That tongue that is given to everybody to speak in tongue is not ordinary. It's another high. That tongue can take you high in the spirit. I know there's all kinds of argument and, and all kinds of um, disagreement and vexation, but when you look at it, the issue there is that If you take it as it is and you just believe, there's not too much problem about it. It's when you not try to please souls. Hmm? When you are trying to please souls, that's when all kinds of things. You know, see, men, we create spectrum. We always create spectrum because we don't we we don't take God's things as it is. Yes, no, yes, no, finish. It says all his words, they are what they are. Yea and amen. amen. Simple. Eh? No argument, nothing. So what is, what is there really is tongue is given, right, for another elevation, for another high in the spirit. When we get born again, they've moved the soul up a bit. But that bit is not enough. Because that soul can still be swallowed by the world. 
we won't have clarity concerning the things of the world and how we ought to apply ourselves concerning them. Right? So there is, there is always that sense of, I don't know what to do most of the time. Because, okay, we're trying to sort out our life, then, ah, confusion. But to solve that problem, just follow spirit. When you start, get born again. When you get born again, then be baptized. Come into the baptism of the spirit. I know, I know this is where we, we talked on a Tuesday, right? We need to come into the word, the baptism of the spirit. The baptism of the spirit is, an, is another elevation in the spirit. Now, the baptism of the spirit is, is not it, that baptism where you get baptized, right? Because baptism is not once. That's the thing. Baptism, immersion, is not once. Immersion actually continues. It's something that continues. Which is why when we are in the name of the Holy Ghost, we have all many, many baptisms that we get into. Many things that the Lord would do. And those baptisms is for the Lord to open channels in the heart. Is to make that soul, to make a soul well vast in the realm of the spirit, such that you ha- uh, the soul have so much space for to contain God. So we get baptism. Baptism, and the truth of the matter is that every baptism that a soul comes into is for elevation, is to raise. Now, or you can, you can put it this way, it's for feeling so that the soul can be full. Mm-hmm. And you know that when you are filling a glass, you will have a level, then it will increase in measure. It will keep increasing. See that upward increase. The upward increase is the journey of elevation in that soul. So every time you are increasing in spirit, you are being elevated. As you increase in the spirit, you are being elevated. Elevation is taking place. Elevation from where? From the earth. Men, men should live. When I say earth, I'm not just talking about this ball called earth that everybody's trying to save. I'm talking about a lower place from where God is. Right? So sometimes you hear the scripture say earth. Sometimes you hear the scripture say the world. It's the same sense. Sometimes. Right? When a soul is worldly, the soul is the same with the world. Amen? Amen. Ah, God give me a trance, or trance, or trance, or trance. Amen. Ah, all right. Maybe we can, we can journey further. Amen. So there is a, there is where every soul is. Maybe we should define that. Maybe that's, that's where I'm coming from. Maybe we should talk about that a bit as to where we are all are when we get born again. In short, before we get born again, there's a place where we are. We are in the world. And this world that we are in 
It's not this earth that God saying. Because it's a world, you'd be like, ah, world, do you mean the no? We are in the world. It means and a soul that is in the world is worldly. So worldliness is a life of souls in the world. Does that make sense? <laughs> so we are in the world. Where is the world? The world is the world of Satan. Amen. So Satan has a world which he created where his things rule. His things is the order of the day. Right? So Satan has created a worldly system to keep men in the world. So what keeps men in Satan's world is worldliness. That's why the scripture can refer to us as being worldly or a worldly soul. Now, when you say a soul is worldly, what do you see? You see characteristics of the world inside that soul, meaning that the soul is worldly, meaning is that soul is doing the world. That's English, Abby. Yes. Worldly. Uh, what else again? Let's, what are the words with Lee? Lee. Lively. Live happily. Right? Somebody living happily means that they are in a constant state of happiness. Right? They are living happily. <laughs> they are lively, meaning that life is flowing. So when you see somebody lively, oh, they are so lively. It means that they are living life. That life is, is, is what you see. That you say they are lively. So it means that they publish life. So a leah <laughs> is a publisher. What do I mean by a leah? A leah, I'm not talking about leah in the Bible. I'm talking about Somebody that have the L-Y attached to them. Yeah. Worldly, lively, happily, uh, graciously. Uh, sadly, sadly yeah. <laughs> Joyfully. So, the word of Lee, or the L-Y, because that, what, that, what that L-Y does shows that it is continuing. So, a leah is a what? A publisher. Meaning they make sure that, that what they have is being published. You know, you know what publishers do? Now? They write a book and then they publish it for everybody to read. Yeah. <laughs> so meaning that they are also a preacher in a way. Amen? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Lord, please help me this morning, but... I think I should find my way back. But let me see. We'll see that. But let me finish this thought. Right? So, the, somebody that is living worldly, or who is worldly, is he who is in the world and is living the life that the world gives. But the life in the world is made up of three things. 
if you want to summarize the Lee, there are three. Can somebody quickly help us read uh, 1 John chapter 2? Verse, I think we should read Bible. I think when we read Bible, it makes sense. Bible is our strength. Scripture is our strength. Amen. And all of these things I'm talking about, I'm just explaining the same, Tabi. Okay, all right. Amen. Can somebody help me read it? I believe, okay. I think uh, Brother Kevin will be our help because he's, he's with a mic. So it's like this lot fell on you. <laughs> okay, okay since, since that's the case, that's true. Who wants to help us read this morning? Yeah. Ah, Kevin, I think you should read this thing wrong. No, sorry, I'm so, sorry, it's wrong. I think I, I, it's like, I think they, I like your voice. That's your that voice. Yeah, help, help us read it. Verse is it fifteen? Aha, I thank you, Holy Spirit. Right. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Can we hear can we hear him? No, it's like it's low, eh? Okay. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love, love the, the world, world, the love of the Father is not in him. You see, love not the world. See, this is where the separation begins. There are people that are world. In short, see, in short, eh? in short, what we all do when we get born, before we get born again, is that we are lovers of the world. See, any, any, any newborn believer today, hmm? if somebody gets born again today, that soul is still a lover of the world. So, you see where the apostles they began to speak. Eh? Can we read a verse before 15? Say, let's read it. Verse 14. Yes. I have written unto you, fathers, because you ah. have known him. Okay. That is from the beginning. Okay. I have written unto you, young men, because ye are strong, and the word of God abideth in you, and ye have overcome the wicked one. The you. Lord. Okay. Love not the world, neither the things mm, that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the, the Father, Father is not in him. For okay. all that is in the world, okay. the lust of the flesh, lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, and the pride of life is not of the Father. Is not of the Father, but is of the world. But is of the world. And the world passeth away. away. Okay. And they lost their own. Okay. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Ah! We jam will again. <laughs> but he that doeth what? The will of God abideth forever. So he that doeth the will of God. Kai.
<laughs> I guess we just have to deal with it small, small. So there is a separation there, right? Talking about the separation from the world and the things of God. But we are seeing the will of God here as a tool for moving from the world to God. He that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Now, abiding forever is compared to what? The world passeth away and the lost thereof. But he that doeth the will abideth. That will tell us something. The doer of the will is not where the world is. If the doer of the will is where the world is, they will pass away with the world. But it says, they that do the will abide. Abiding means you are not passing away. So that means that every soul can pass. The soul of a man can pass away. Souls can pass. You'll be wondering, ah, but you know, when you are in hell, you are passing. When you move to lake, you are still, you are, why? Because those fires were set for to destroy. And when something is destroyed, it passes away. It's gone. You pass, you move. You can have people with money that are, that are passing away. You can have people that don't even have money to pass it. So if all we are chasing is the things in the world, we will also pass because we won't have will, which is the reinforcement against passing. Right? Praise the Lord. So I want us to read, I want us to read that so because the reason why I got here is I was trying to explain what the world is full of. Right? So love not the world. Say, but, say, but, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. So they are trying to separate believers. You see, what the Lord is trying to do is to separate believers from the world. There must be a separation of a soul from the world. Why? Because every soul is tied to the world. Just because you are not clubbing does not mean you are not in the world. Thank God you are not clubbing. Yeah. We thank God for that. Because if you are in there, it means that there's a lot more work everyone has to do to get you out. But thank God that you are not in the club. Now, because being in the club just means that there are, mo- there are small things that have been woven with the fabric of the soul, which pushes that soul into the club. That's what everyone needs to remove to take that soul out of the club. You know, taking the soul out of the club, you're not just going there, preach, leave the club. The love club is bad, it will kill you. You know, it's not, if you want to preach to somebody about a club being bad, what are you going to preach? That's the question I have. Now. What are you going to say? Don't go to the club. Okay, why not? Well, I, the club is bad. Okay, what's bad about it? I'm going there, I'm, enjoy, I'm dancing, I'm enjoying myself. If you tell somebody, don't go, what are you going to tell them? I mean, in the, old, in the past, there's something that used to work. They'll say, if you go there, you go to hell. So, you don't want to go to hell, so you'll not go to the club. <laughs> we know that's not the answer, but at least he kept soul away yeah. from the club. The reason why a soul should not go to the club is because there are things in there that yeah. can damage the soul. Because of what the soul is giving itself to. So, 
What is wrong with clubbing? It's the kind of thing, it's the things we encounter there. See, the club there is the, is the ground of worldliness. It's a ground of worldliness. You know, when, you know, it's like wine. When you have wine, right, and people are drinking it, you have it in a place where maybe a billion people can be having access to one wine that's getting a lot of them drunk. See that club? It's not one wine that is there. In short, that club is the factory of wines. <laughs> it means that when you get there, you'll see all kinds of things that your soul can pick. And when you pick it and add it to your soul, it will, before everyone will reach you, ah, oh, problem. Problem. So thank God for, I believe none of us is going to the club here, so thank God for that. Thank God. But all that is more dangerous to your soul. Thank God that. Uh, so, so just because you're not smoking does not mean you're not worldly. Worldliness is not smoking. Worldliness is not drinking. Worldliness is not uh, going to club. Now, I'm not saying those things are not bad. Though. They are bad because of what it does to the soul, but that's not what you call worldliness. Worldliness is a life. Worldliness is what those that are in the world live. If you want to check worldliness, where you find it is in the soul. Right? It's not what gives birth to what the soul gives itself to. Right? When the soul is being worldly, it means, see, ha! Okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This is, the, this is the definition of worldliness. You love the world. Worldliness simply means the love for the world. That's why the scripture says, love not the world. Means don't be worldly. Neither the things that are in the world. Because the things that are in the world is what keeps men in the world. So if they are going to remove the love of the world from you, they need to remove the love of the things in there. Like, like I was saying, what pushes the world is those three things. There are the things in there called lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Now, it's a very simple thing. Just check it. We don't go to the club, but do you lust? When you see car moving and you see how nice it is, right? Does any, I mean, I mean just because it happens to you, you don't feel you are the worst person in the world. It's okay. I mean... But you know, don't say, no, 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 I'm, no, no, it's okay. We are, nobody's blaming anybody here. It's Satan that blames. Now, we're just trying to explain the nature of the soul. When a nice car, especially, maybe, ah, let's just, Range, ah, Range of Us now is small now because it's everywhere. They, but let's, maybe we can use that one too. Tesla. <laughs> Tesla now is a thing now. Tesla or Ferrari. But I think we can use Lamborghini. Before, eh, Homer used to be the, the thing. But now Omar don't die. So nobody talks about Omar anymore. Omar used to be the love of many men. Omar used to be the reason why people do all kinds of funny things. <laughs> you see, when when 419ers jam the armor, the first thing they buy is Omar. Even Olumente sing. Timbahama, first thing na Omar. Say first thing na Omar. 
But now, the thing about worldliness is that it is fluid. It moves. It has moved away from Omar now. Now, we have a wide spectrum of things. Rolls Royce, Bugatti, Ferrari. In short, hearing the name alone, something is happy in the soul. What the job? Ah! Movera Ferrari. I want to buy Ferrari. Right? If you check some of the pursuit of souls, secretly, is those things. Right? It may not be outward. You may not even say to anybody. But this side is so, you just, you just notice that somehow, somehow, you're just, I Ferrari or, maybe Ferrari is not the, okay, I can't have Ferrari now. Let me look for you nice. The first thing you'll be looking for is the latest model of the best car. So let's start with Nissan, Ultima, mm-hmm, all those ones, I mean, Honda, you look for 2024. We're in 2023 now, Abby. It's 2024 the soul will be looking for. And it's just a secret thing. Nobody knows it. It's just there. How we know is that one day we just land with 2024 under Accord, under CRV. Ah, and the funny thing is, all of us will rejoice with you. Oh, awesome. We will not blame you. But we know you have a body. There are, two, there are just only two ways this can happen. One, you bought it with your money, which you've saved. Glory to God. If that is the case, thank Jesus. You know why? Because you don't have to be paying uh, monthly uh, payment. Now, it's a different case if you can afford it. Right? Ah, this territory I'm going. Okay. This territory, I don't know. No, I'm going inside this place, right? I know many of us here. We are some of us have cars. Some of us have cars. We are leasing, right? <laughs> so it's like it's like this thing I'm saying. Maybe my, th- but I mean, don't don't feel bad though. If you are leasing car, as long as you can afford it, please don't feel bad. Okay. I guess there's a sense I'm trying to give here, right? Now, so I'm talking about the the the, the desire of the soul. See that thing that loss that a soul can latch on. When the soul latches on that lust, nothing you can do to yank it off. That soul will not hear counsel. That soul will not hear uh, instruction. Why? They may hear counsel and all kinds of things, but the soul will just be locked on to that thing that their target is on. See. It's not just in the loss of cars and this alone. This is just this is the nature of the soul. It just happens to show up in cars and other yeah, things, yeah. right? Yeah. Maybe you know when maybe you're amongst brethren and brethren wanted to just maybe give you counsel concerning something and then as the brethren is talking, just looking. Okay, let them just mention one thing that I want to hear and then okay, and then I'll go everything. But the counsel is awesome. <laughs> it's so can be like that. It just means that that they're still lost in a way that the soul needs to deal with. Amen. Now, see this car thing. Let me finish this car story. So, you can, have, you can be I 2024 model. And we know that you can't afford it. And you know affordability is not that you have the money. Let me just clarify that. You know affordability is not that you have the money. Affordability means can you sustain this long term? 
simple. Can you sustain this thing long term? That's affordability. It means that after, after you, you've, you've maybe paid your lease or something on the car or insurance, you still have enough to eat. And, and, and guess what? And in case you lose your job, you'll still be able to afford it. You know, some of us can think because we have a job now, everything will just be rosy like that. <laughs> Amen. But do you know that there are some dealings everyone can bring around the soul? You just remove your job, remove your, your, all the things you call safety. Why? You want to expose something yeah. in the soul. Yeah. Just remove that, remove that. It's part of training. I know this one might be difficult because it's not part of our training before because we always we learn that God is yeah. good and he will always be care. See, 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 look. The people that the people that God do that to are still wearing pampas. Yeah. That's the truth of the matter. Yeah. How? See my daughter now. Eh? She's wearing pampas, Abby. Okay. There are things you say she want. I won't have any choice but to give her. Even if she's hungry now, right? No matter, no matter what I'm doing, no matter anything, I can't say because she can eat every bread. And then, no, 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 I'm not going to, I'm going to deal with you, train you, no food. It doesn't work, work that way. No, there are other things with discipline, right? But this food aspect, whether I like it or not, as long as it's like, wait, 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 okay, okay, I take, Abby. Mm-hmm. But there are other things that she can't. When the guy, okay, no, don't, no, you're not having it. She'll cry, eh, no. Sometimes maybe she wants to go somewhere and I don't want her to go there. Mm-hmm. And I'm carrying her. She's like, yeah. I won't look at it. Just eh, don't be shouting all you want. You're not going there. Mm-hmm. Some of us are like that sometimes, especially when we pray. We want something. Lord, give me, give me. That's, that's the picture. The Lord is carrying us. And then, Lord, Lord, give me, give me, give me. So if the, if the Lord, if the Lord mean it, or mean you, that you must grow, cry all you want. You'll just be like her. After a while, she'll just give up. Sometimes she'll sleep. She'll just give up. Oh, okay, no problem. Later, she must start playing with me. She has forgotten about it. Right? It's a training. You no, know, maybe we always had something that works for us. Yeah. When you when I call, the answers. There's a season for that. When the Lord, my heart to fail can make a mind. When the Lord wants to begin to raise a soul, mean that soul. God is not mean, He's loving. What He's trying to do is to take, see. When we are like that, there are things we can never see in the spirit. It means we can't grow. So for God to make us see what he wants, he will begin to orchestrate things around us. So when we want, he will just hold you. Yeah, you're not going there. We cry, cry, nothing goes show. You don't be wondering, Lord, what is happening? Have I sinned? You have not sinned. What have I done? Why, is, why are things not working? They are working, just not working the way you want it. It's working the way God wants it. 
Why? Because the Lord is raising, is, is, is a sign of elevation is coming. Amen. When the Lord wants to begin to, to elevate a soul, they don't, they, don't, they don't give everything. It's not everything you want, they'll give you. They will now begin to be more specific. This is what we want for you. Do you want it? Yes. Okay, take. You don't want it? Okay, nothing else. So that's the, this is the only, <laughs> this is the only thing. No. I mean, if you don't want it, no problem. We we'll hold, we'll hold, hold on to our thing. But it's okay. God just arrange it like that. So when the Lord does not begin to give things anyhow, anyhow, anymore, it means that they are beginning to take the gaze of that soul away from their own thing to the things of God. In short, they are beginning to train that soul will. They are bringing will to the soul. So that the soul can prove it. You can prove. So you can prove the will. Amen. So will of God, like I said, are substances. And it's what they used to move souls from the world. Take that soul, shift it, yank it off the world. Without will coming, that soul will not live. How did I get it again? Okay, I remember. I know we are still in Ephesians, but I'm, I guess it's the way we are just, the Lord is flowing here, right? I don't know why I'm saying all these things, but it's well. So the, the dealing that the Lord will begin to deal with a soul that God wants to elevate is that they don't just give that soul pamper things. They don't pam- no pamper means pamper. You know, pam- they pamper the baby, they give pampers. Maybe that way the word came from. Don't pamper her, don't pamper him. Maybe it's because they wear pampers. I don't know, but it just kind of rhyme. <laughs> Amen. But how did I enter the pampers thing? I started talking about my daughter. And <laughs> lost. Okay, I was talking about lost. When we are lost in for things, right? The soul can just latch on to what the soul wants and it will not shift away. Yeah. And what that means is that even if the Lord is trying to save you from something, maybe there are some things you need. Maybe what you are looking for may not be even be bad, but consider other things. But the soul. Because if you have to consider other things, you may do it well. But the soul may not necessarily look and then you just do something and, you know, and then ah, all kinds of problems. Ah, what's happening? Then we cry to God, Lord, why is everything happening? Calm down. Calm down. The Lord did not cause this problem. Right? It's some, sometimes the Lord will allow some things. To do you think the Lord would, in his mind, cause problems for you? No. He may allow it to teach us things. But if we don't cause problem, God won't go and look for it to cause for you. Mm. But God can deal with you as a son, not as a baby. Yeah. When the, I, mean, I mean, there's a season for it to begin to move you from your things to his things. That's when they're beginning to open up. So, okay, come and know me now. Come and see me with this. See, all those things you were always looking at, they are your things. Yeah. I decided to answer them, but now, Look at my things. If the Lord does not stop answering every prayer, you will never look at him. How? How do we do it? You pray for a car, he show. House, he show. This, he show. That, he show. 
Will you ever pray for God? Am I lying? You pray for more When I know now, I have the key. I have the master key. I, the, 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 I just need to throw it at the Lord. The Lord will answer me. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. I mean, it works at some point. But, um, and where the Lord actually begins to teach us this, right, it's actually even from the, 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 the first elevation. How? Give you tongue. Why, 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 you, why you have tongue? What does that give you access to? It's in the spirit. Yeah. To shift gaze. Yeah. Ah! So there's a world here. You begin to look there. Praying. Every time you are praying in the spirit, you are looking into the world of God. Every time you are praying in the spirit, you are not looking in the natural. You are looking into the world of God. Every time you are praying, fellowshipping, thinking on the things of God, you are not looking at worldly things. Do you know what that does to the soul? It begins to unwind the soul from the world. See, there, the moment, see, God loves the soul. Right from when you are born again, he has, all he has been looking for is to untie you from where you are tied to, to begin to come to his things. First, he gets you born again. Then next, he gives you his spirit. I know you have, it's part of his spirit, but he gave you his spirit to elevate you. Why? Look into my world, my things. So the Lord has always been calling us into his things. Yeah. The problem is that we can't see them. Somebody blessed this morning. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Ah, Lord, help me. I feel I'm missing something, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe because I've not read script. I've not. Oh, oh yes, because he's... Ah! I have 45 minutes at most. Okay, amen. But let me try to be bringing these things. But see, see the thing that the Lord gives to you and me for elevation is to bring us away from the world where we are tied to into his world. Is for the purpose of living the true life. Like we, like, no, I think during prayer, I think Kevy also mentioned that see, until we start, until we start flowing yeah. in God's world, we've not started living. Yeah. If we've not drank of the wine of the Spirit, we have not started living yet. Mm-hmm. When the Lord has not started bringing things that should be making the soul joyful, there's a difference between the things of the Lord making your soul joyful and your own thing making you joyful. It's not the same joy. Oh yeah, everybody check now. When you are praying, or maybe you are in the spirit, and all of a sudden you felt the presence, and you felt some peace and joy within you, compare it to when you bought a car. Okay, maybe you haven't gotten a car. Compare it to when you got a visa to come to Canada. All of us have visa, okay? We all came by visa. Nobody was born here. Some, some were, okay, okay, we're not talking about them, they are babies. They were born here. Now, they, 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 they are safe for now. Eh? Those, one, those babies, they are more holy than all of us here. You think I'm lying? Is this baby thinking about house or car or money? In the fabric of their soul, 
Are you seeing a lust and drive to go and get money for something? You know, it's not there now. They are more holy than you and me. So we're not talking about them. So they, they are safe. So all of us here now, we got this abbey. What else do all of us have, have, have gotten that gives us joy? Oh, this, this may not apply to everybody, but maybe. Have you ever gotten a brand new phone? Latest. Okay, when you were in Nigeria, have you ever bought, gotten a brand new, not here, when you were in Nigeria, have you ever gotten a brand new latest phone before? When you got it, right, and you want to show to your guys, you shot, wait, when you are buying it, the latest, the joy, there's a joy there. The joy, they are, you know, joy has things. Joy is not just empty. There are things tied to joy. So when you buy the phone, I don't, is it, did you buy phone in Nigeria? New? No? Hi. Okay, some of, some of us, okay, some of us just graduated high school and then moved to Canada. Hi. Some of, some of us, we had to stay like a year or two in Nigeria, you know, went to university, so you, you had to come into the world where you need to buy a phone. Okay. For those that buy phone, I might find another example. When they, when you, let me, me, I'm using myself because this thing I'm saying is me. There's a time, latest, I was buying Razor, there's a, there's a phone called Razor. No, 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 Razor, it's not BBM, it's a Motorola, Motorola Razor. Then, see that one, when it came out, everybody loved it. Then, they said now, they said, because that one was high-end, they created something lower. But it was still expensive. Is it either S, is, that, is it X7 or X, the one is 6 and one is 7. It's still like razor, but flat and long. I can't remember that one. But it's a smartphone. I won't say it's that smart, but of course, we're moving more into the world of smartphones then. It's still intelligent in a way. Because it, has, it can play MP3, can take pictures, it can, uh, it has internet, it can record. So, you know, it's getting, that phone is getting to that level. As I was buying the phone, there was a joy inside of me. The joy is, it is the latest phone. When I bring it around guys, everybody go know, say something don't land. Then go take. See that then go take gives joy. But it's not the, see the, that kind of joy is not the same as the joy of the, have you ever felt the joy of the spirit before? When you are drinking the wine of the spirit, and as you are drinking the wine, you're you are coming into a depth of joy that you can't you can't you can't fountain where this you can't you know the source, but you can't you can't tell the feeling, you can't tell the emotion, you can't tell. Yeah. All you know is that your soul is glad. Yeah. And you don't want to live where you are. Yeah. You just want to stay there. Yeah. Compare that joy to that one of buying from. When I check it, it's not the same. In short, you can tell that the one of the phone, the fabric that is holding it, is too weak. It's, the joy is tied to lust, so it's not strong. Amen. Amen. Ah, Lord, I hope I've not said nonsense this morning. Eh? I've not said nonsense here. Eh? So that those things, those things, eh, that is, that's, that's joy. But that joy is not the joy of the Lord. 
that joy is not strong enough. What, what else brings joy to us? What else? What else? What else? New clothes. All of us buy new clothes, that's for sure. You know, as you are buying the clothes, you can have picture, image of where you are going to wear it to, how you are going to wear it, how everybody is going to react when they see you glad. The impact. That, there's, and that impact can create some level of joy within your soul. Is buying the clothes wrong? No. Is wearing a nice looking clothes wrong? No. But something else is there. It's called lost. So lost can be... And lost is the reason why most people don't like to leave things. Amen. Sorry? I was just taking Okay, sure. Sorry about this. No problem. Amen. Amen. So, getting a, a new cloth is not the issue. Getting a new dress is not the problem. But there's another side. The issue is the side that the soul is using. There's another side the soul is using. You know, you can just look at cloth. Oh, it looks good on me. Look at the picture. Oh, I look nice. And that's it. Right? But the soul will start looking. Then go take. Then go take. This Sunday, next Sunday. Ah, when will I launch this clothes? Thanksgiving service. Let me go and launch that clothes. Once I launch it, then go take. See, there's a site there. Lost is already at work. Well, it's, it's fueling the emotions, the decision, the, the thought. That's what is running. That, see, that's, that eye is the eye of worldliness. The truth of the matter is that worldliness is a sight. Or let me put it this way, not worldliness, lost. Lost of the eye, lost of the flesh, and pride of life. They are all sight. It's a way of seeing. Now, when you see through that lens... You can't separate yourself from the lost. Everything you're lost, you'll be you tie yourself to it. Tie yourself to it. Tie yourself to it. Amen. So, lost. Hey, let me not spend too much time here. I think lost, right? Is lost is what is part of what ties men to worldliness. Simple. So, loss of the eye, loss of the flesh, and pride. They're all lost. Really? Mm -hmm. So, what should be giving joy to the soul? Because lost in itself is also, a, it also give joy in a way. It's just a corrupted joy. Just the way, you know, I'm thinking of that cloth and that phone that I bought. It's a joy, but it's, 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 it's twisted. Amen. So, the giving of the Spirit of God is to elevate souls away from the world. This, the, the world is a lowly estate. Any soul that is still tied to the world is too low. When you check the fabric of eternity, the fabric of everything that an earthly soul is worldly. In short, a, a worldly soul is, is weaker than a tree. Do you know that? Do you know that a worldly soul is weaker than this table? You're wondering what am I saying? It's very simple. 
their next manifestations, even the creation, waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. So when you say creation, you're looking at trees, how um, animals, <laughs> say they, they, they groan. Why are they, why are they waiting for the manifestations? Why? Why is it that they need sons to manifest? And of course, this manifestation is not healing sick and raising dead, though. I know many souls of manifestation is not there. Manifestation of the sons of God. The summary of how to answer that is who was Adam? Adam was a son. When Adam was okay in the garden, everything was in order. Nothing was out of place. Lion was not eating goat. Goat was not uh, eating, uh, I mean, well, goat eats grass. Goat, lion was not, we shall know that there was no wild animal. Nothing was wild. Being wild is a craziness. No, when you say wild animal, you think it's because they live in the bush. So they live in the wild. So they are wild animals. No, they are not wild because they live in the bush. They are wild because of something that has been tampered in their nature. Amen. not in the beginning it was not so right meaning that the what you see today is not the order of things in the beginning there's how things were so an animal eating itself and here's the funny thing do you know that there's not only animals that eat themselves you know that men eat themselves now. No men eat themselves. So I'm not just talking about cannibals that eat flesh, right? I'm talking about the nature of men for men to devour themselves. Now, a typical example of that is war. Why is there war? Is man devouring men? Why? Because one wants to superimpose on the other. 
see that nature was not in, it was not there. It was not initially there. And here's the thing: you'll be wondering, this man is wicked. See, that nature is in every soul. Yes, sir. Why do you want to have an edge against your brother? Yeah. You don't think you don't you don't think that's the same thing that causes war? Yes, sir. That's the same thing. Oh, just because it's not the level of a nation warring. No, it's there. Edge, pride, prevailing. You want to show, and when you show, your thing stands out. Abi, so the, all of us don't have that sin. We've never tasted of that sin, Abi. All of us, is there. If you tell me no, if you tell me you've never, I'll say it's a lie. No why? Because any, before you got born again, it is there. So that's what the world teaches. That's worldliness. It's part of the world. Ele- to elevate yourself more than what you are. Even if you don't have something, what your neighbor to know say you get. It shows even the way we name things. I pass my neighbor. Ah, why now? What, what, where did that name come from? I pass my neighbor I'm more than my neighbor. Where? Class. All those things. It's not there. You hear scripture says God is not a respecter of person. Those, are, those things are worldliness. What, craziness. Those are things are what makes men wild. Wildliness is wild. So being wild simply means for something to be wild means they've, they've tampered with the nature. Okay, a quick example. I don't know why I'm talking. Why am I talking like this? I want to move further. So, what, quick example. When somebody gets angry, what do you think has happened? You are, before, you were formally arranged, you were okay, nothing was happening. Then all of a sudden, you got angry. Stop that! What's that? What, 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 what do you mean? What, what has just happened? They've touched something. Something has been tampered with. So there's a, there's somebody, somebody, maybe God, let's say your, your neighbor has, has been looking at you and poking you, poking you. You just touch somewhere, just tampered. As that thing was tampered with, the soul became wild. Yeah. Anger. Sure. Yeah. I'm just using that to explain what being wild. So wild, what something is wild, it means it has been tampered with. So when you see goat, sorry, lion eating sheep, hyenas, Fox, all of those eating, devouring each other. Realize that is a statement of what has happened to man. Right? See, God told man, have dominion. So everything, and here's this, I don't have time, so I won't go into scripture to show, but everything was tied to man in the beginning. God created everything, then he created man. They say, have dominion. Meaning that everything, nature, Creation was tied to man. If anything happens to man, things will happen to nature. So the moment Adam sinned, they have been tampered with. And all of this, and then what happened? Everything else became tampered. Say by one man, sin entered into the world. Right? By one man. Through him, by one man, sin entered into the world. And as a result, everything got corrupted. Tree has problem. Animal, they get their own problem. They began to eat each other. Why? They've disrupted order. Order has been removed. 
Satan is not the order of the day. So everything you see, is, you just see a thing. The God created animals. What's wrong with them? But Satan has tampered with things. I mean, God kept the mouth of the lion. Why did the lion not eat Daniel? Right? It's like for a moment, God restored the lion back. So we thought, well, maybe I mean, it's still a miracle because an angel was there. But the angel was there, but the lion behaved. So the angel was there, so the lion behaved. The moment the angel was removed, they put some other men, they devoured them. So it's to tell you that what controls animal is not just their own share with you. They have their own thing, but they are tied to sons. If men today, eh, we all come into the nature of God, I'm telling you it's possible that animals will stop eating each other. Or do you think I'm saying fantasies? No. Now, is there in scripture, Isaiah 11? says, the what? Let's read it. The liar will dwell with the kid a hand. And a little child shall lead them a hand. That verse. Can we read it quickly? Ah! Lord, I'm sorry. Maybe I've taken time. Ah, I don't know. Okay, yes. Also shall dwell with the, the lion. lion. You see? So it said the wolf shall lie with the lamb. Uh-huh. And the leopard shall lie with, down with the kid. Okay? And the calf, calf and the young lion. And the young lion. And the fatlings together. Together. And a little child shall lead them. And the cow and the bear shall and feed. Their young ones shall lie down together. You see? And the lion shall eat straw. Can you see? Can you see? The lion shall eat. See this thing, this nature they're talking about. Can you see where there, there's no wild life there? There's no wild worldliness. Let, let me use that. There's no worldliness there. They are not worldly. See, how can a lion dwell? Ah, ah, what's happening? And then, don't forget there's a key why they are like that. Say, a little child shall lead them. You'll be wondering, what is that little child? You know that thing plagues me for years. That was a little child leading all this thing. I don't know what he meant. It. A little child there, he's talking about a son. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying earlier that a baby is more holy than all of us. Yes. I want to say a little child. See that little child? That child has come more into sonship. Has come more into the form of God. That little child... If you want to look at that little child, it's very simple. It's in, that child is also in scripture. Revelations. The man child. Say, so little child shall lead them. So, Revelations 12, right? The woman gave birth to, the, the woman clothed with the sun and the moon, right? With the, uh, with the uh, moon under his feet. <laughs> clothed with the glories, <laughs> but with the sun and the moon under his feet. And then she gave birth to a man child. We know that that woman is the church who gave birth to a company. So those man-child are a company of souls that has lent will. They've used will to raise them from earthly life to heavenly life. Now we're talking about uh, on Tuesday how Jesus have both the heavenly power and earthly power. Amen. Now, both earthly and heavenly, right, is, is are powers that we ought to also come into. They are, they are to move the, those heavenly powers 
are to move souls from our own thing into God's thing. Amen. So, time has gone. I think I'll move forward because of time. So here's a simple thing. A man-child company is the destiny of every believer. Even much more. So why are you, why are you a Christian? It's to be a man, you will eventually become a man-child. But it's not ordinary. You must be elevated. Where? Out of the earth. You can't be earthly. How can you be earthly and still be heavenly? It's impossible. That's why, oh my God, I think this is it. Maybe this is a message. If you are earthly, you can never be raised. Or that's the state. But if you are heavenly minded, you are you think of heavenly things, you can be raised. Why? Because they've changed your gaze. Amen. Amen. So a soul should not be worldly, should not be earthly. What, what you are looking for should not be uh, things, car, house, all those things. Eh? When when you think clothes want to shine, when Car pass, we are looking. I know house is a major thing. Even people don't, even if you don't want car, house and all that. In, in this Canada, I know house is a major thing. Once you start, once you graduate, it's like it's like there's a course that they've set for everybody, and nobody questions it. Where did it come from? Where's that thought coming from? What's the course? Go to school, finish school, get a job, get a car. So in Canada now, because you're in Winnipeg, which is cold, you might you might shuffle the other a bit. Because you need a car to move around, so you might be thinking of car. But thank God that God sometimes will limit souls to not have car. You know, as a student, we don't have car. Some students that maybe PRs that come here as PR, they can quickly. God can help them. That's different. But if you come here as a student, forget it, man. Unless your parent, they have all kinds of like mansion or they have enough money, they can just bless you by car. You know that you have to submit to God. You have to wait to finish school and follow the, the remaining order. But the order of the day is that let's leave Kai alone, but let's go to the already many order. Go to school, finish school, then start thinking about getting married. Married. While you are thinking about getting married, you'll be thinking about house, car, and other things. And that's what the soul is preoccupied with. Then after they marry, then what what's next? Pompey King. You see. Satan has set things to occupy souls at every stage. Then after that, they live for the child. The child, what, you know, as the child is growing, you'll be wondering, oh, I'm giving myself to the child. Then the child now leave the house. Another crisis. What will I do with my life now? Eh? Eh? Ah, let's be traveling the world, me and my husband. You see that, you now realize that all these things, even though they are the normal course of life that we just go through, Satan has set them to occupy the souls of men. What is it that they're doing? It's keeping men earthly, lowly. Don't think beyond those things. Now check. If you check the fiber, I like this word. I don't know if since Pastor Jeff said it, it has always, it has always made sense. What are the molecules of our brain firing? When we are thinking about this today, every day, Wait, is the, is the, see, the littlest tiny molecule of the brain, is it thinking about Holy Ghost? Is it thinking about spirit? Wine? That joy that comes from the spirit? Or what he's thinking about is, how do I get more money? What, what are the things that 
worries the soul. No, as you are in different phases, different stages, there are different things Satan has said to occupy the soul. See, maybe you are a student. Maybe chasing after maybe not be your problem, right? Let me finish school. Like get job is the issue. But see, every phase has a challenge, and Satan made sure that he has sat in every to give occupation to men. But you have a profession. It is not anything tied to the earthly thought. The way men, what are earthly thought? Get married, go to school, finish school, get married, buy a car, get house, bone picking, raise them, let them give birth to children. I want to see my grandchildren. <laughs> Save for what? Save for retirement. <laughs> Thank you. Those are the things that earthly thought, money, all those things. Are you receiving heavenly thoughts? Because that is where will. See, when you have not started receiving heavenly thoughts, forget about will, man. You need, you need heavenly thoughts. What are heavenly thoughts? Heavenly thoughts are thoughts of, of the beauty of God. Thought of the person of the spirit. Have you ever, ah, let me see Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, this is who you, oh my God. Have you, has Holy Ghost gotten you drunk enough to see how God created the world? You begin to see Bible. In the beginning was the world. The world was, being, oh my God, what kind of soul is that? Oh my God, what kind of a being? Made the, do, do you know those are the things that your soul can think about? Not car, house, husband, wife. Amen. In short, not everybody that will marry. I'll be easy, everybody. All, all the fathers and sisters in convent, they, they decide not to marry. Will you say that if they don't marry, their life will not be fulfilled? No. What's that? In short, some may never marry. Some may marry. Right? No, I'm, no, no, now, see, let's not talk about this debate now, because now we're not getting to the debate of, am I supposed to? That's what we're talking about. I'm just talking about, I'm just talking about the thing that, that burdens the soul of men, which keeps them earthly. They are not elevated. They are not thinking. Do you know that there's a whole new world, different from this one we're dealing with every day, where life is, where joy flows from? It has nothing to do. See that place? You have nothing to do whether you have food to eat in your house. In short, that place can supply food. It has nothing to do whether you have uh, the bad desk, even if you have a bobo or geshi. It doesn't care about all that. Why? Because there's, there's, there is... There is fullness of joy flowing from that place. I don't know why I'm talking about this thing, but it's just, it's just the way it's flowing. I'm just saying it's like that. Amen. No, it's not. Can you, can you find joy from somewhere else? Can you be elevated? Can you receive blessing? Ah, we'll read this Bible passage, and then I think I've taught it, but, but I thought, so I think I've spent a lot of time talking about earthly things. But what is common to earthly things? Thought of men. Is tied to it. It is. It is like a program. It is there. Once you finish, and this thing says, see, all of us we are not even. We are not excused. You know why? Our parents are not helping. The moment you finish school, they start asking, "When are you going to marry?" Or, "Ah, when are you getting a job?" Okay, you now. Now you've gotten a job. When are you going to marry? Now you are doing well. You have your job. Awesome. What's next? Marry now. Why? Singlehood. I mean, ah, do we listen to the honor of singlehood? There's honor in being single. Do you know the honor of singlehood? It means that God, you can spend time with God. You can attend to God. 
You can use that time to learn the things of God. You're not thinking about Bobo. So, so is that, see that, the, the funny thing is that you can, see that single time, you can never get it back. Once you marry, forget singlehood. Now you have a husband, now you have a wife. Now you have to care about their things. You, how many hours do you have in a day? 24. Before, you, sh- you share to yourself. Now you have a spouse. That the time has reduced to, so you know. Because the time you have, you know, you know when you are single, you can choose where you eat. The short Holy Ghost can move you fast. But when you marry, your, your fast needs to be approved. And because you are fasting, does not mean you, 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 still, can, you, you still have to cook. Abby, do you think those things are going to outdo themselves? They are not magical. You have to spend time to do them. So you don't have time like you have before. But then what happens? Now is the time. One being single. So imagine that kind of time that so ought to be using to find exploit in God. They start thinking about Bobo. Start thinking about a job, house. Don't distract. Not, uh, what's the summary? Having food and raiment. Let us therefore be godliness with contentment is great gain. Say godliness with contentment. It means that you should be content, content with being godly. But no soul will be godly if it's not elevated from there. No earthly soul is ever godly. It's impossible. So, the soul needs to be elevated. Why? To take heavenly thoughts. To begin to think about heavenly things. Now, let's forget about religious, religious spirit. Go away. Why? In the sense that because we're saying that now, nobody don't want to go to school again. We don't want to go to work again. No, that's all we're talking about. Is that why you are doing those things, right? Do you think about the things of God? It's like, is this cool thing what is your, that your life is all about? Is it job that your life is all about? But does that mean you should do it anyhow? No. Do them because you have to. Go to school. When you are at school, do diligently. But there's a different sense. Go to school as a believer. That's the, that's the, I guess that's the word. Go to school as a believer. Not a worldly schooler. A worldly schooler has nothing else. Their entire life is tied to the school. Why? Because the school is tied to their job, money. Why? Because it's job. Right? Tied to job, money. Right? Future. Those are the things why people go to school. Right? But that's not what it is for. Your time in, in school means, okay, learn valuable skills. See, the job is going to be a means for God to provide for you. No problem. But that is not what God, what that God is has to do with you. After you finish, okay. So what? Okay, I mean, what, what do you want to do with yourself? I mean, I'm just attending to your things now. I don't attend to my things. Amen. Like I was saying, our parents don't help. How they just tell us, okay, when are you going to my? When are you? Okay, those things, they are dead. Leave it aside. Why? This is our time to focus on God. Begin to live. Heavenly things. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1, and I think I need to read that so we can close. Amen. So, so we've defined earthly things, right? Uh, we've defined worldliness. Amen. So, and we've talked about a state where a believer needs to come to where he's a saint, right? 
And when I say he's a saint, I'm talking about this soul is now is serious with God. They're not just, they're not half-half, like I said, one leg in, one leg out, indecisive about what they want to do with, about their Christian work, right? Sometimes they love God, sometimes they love the world. Or they merge it together in such a way that they just don't have much strength for God things, but they kind of like it a bit, but then they give themselves to the world. Right? Because so, so, summary is what somebody loves is what they pursue. Simple. Yes, sir. So I said, but there's nothing, there's not, no, no word around it, and that's it. Right? Now let's read. So these saints, they are, they are, they are, they, they, they've come into maturity as a Christian. When I say maturity, I'm not saying the highest of maturity. Meaning that they're no longer wearing pampas. Simple. But let's move forward. Huh? So, grace be to you. Peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. So, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Amen. In heavenly places. Say, according with heavenly places. Let me read for that. I think, okay. In heavenly places in Christ, according as He had chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. Amen. Amen. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will. According to the good pleasure of His will, to the praise of the glory of His grace. Where he hath made us accepted in the beloved, says in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin, according to the riches of his grace. So wherein he hath abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will. So there's something particular about the will of God. It's a mystery. What do I mean by that? I'm, saying, I'm not saying it's a mystery in such a way that you can never know it. I'm saying the will of God is something for the soul to discover. Why? Because soul of man love mystery. So God take his will, made it a mystery. Why? So that you, can, you and I can have exploit in the spirit. Why? Because you are... You are I want to know your will, Lord. What is your will? And we know that that will is has nothing to do about our life. It's about Him. There is things, right? Okay, but what I want to go. Ah, I'm, ah, I'm speedy. I'm rushing. Sorry, I've taken too much time. Ah, so will of God, according to His good pleasure, where He has proposed in Himself, said that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, He must gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in Him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also trusted, after ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Amen. Now, what am I saying here is that Paul was taking us through, through an understanding of something called will. Then he began later to explain the first will 
or the first wheel introduction. Or let me put this way, this first, the first way to elevate a soul is this verse 12. Or verse 13. It said, In whom ye also trust, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, whom after that ye believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. They call him Holy Spirit of promise. Why? Because he has promises. He's the Holy Spirit of. He's the one that will bring promise to you. What is the promise? This is the promise he has promised us. Even eternal life. So what has God promised you? Eternal life. Has God promised you car? Has God promised you wife? Husband? Has God promised you house? Has God promised you child? How does us? What do we go after? Has God promised you to go, do we think all those things are ah, again? Has God promised you money? money. Yeah. No, no job and money tied together. So job, money? No. Can God give you those things? Yeah. Yes. But that's not his promise. There's what God promised you. It is called eternal life. So we have the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the first thought elevation. Do we need our thoughts to be elevated? Yes. To see what? To see heavenly things. Look, let me read it. So this, ah, five minutes. I don't know if I can read it in five minutes, but somebody should open Isaiah 55. Somebody should, okay, I'll read this Ephesians. I'm rushing, so I'm sorry. Ah, maybe I should have just spent time explaining this like 45 minutes ago, but, but I thought it was good. It was also good for us to lay foundation concerning where a soul can be, earthly. If all that a soul want is car, house, money, all those things that we chose after. You will never have God. Yes, sir. What does it mean? What do you think it means to have God? If you want to think the, the closest idea, okay, if you can't think about Jesus, because it doesn't look too crazy. It looks, the super thing about Jesus, he was healing, they say, okay, you know, maybe we are not healing sick. Okay, just think about scripture. In the beginning, God created Adam. How was Adam? He came, he stood. God said, Adam, Name all the animals. Adam came, he looked at the animal. He said, you, you shall be lion. Although that's, that's, when he said lion, he didn't call his name lion. That's English. English gave lion, lion. He said, whatever he called their name, that's what they are. What do you think the scripture is saying? Where did lion come from? Of course, it's not then. Or even if it was then, where did, all those, check it, check history, history of language. Things, all these things were not there. Later is when we started getting names for these things. Scientists began to name them. But what does it mean for him to name animals? He looked at lion. He said, you be like this. What when you both saw and said, you are lion. Then you be like this. Then we both saw. He said, ah, you are monkey. Then this one, oh, what am I saying? Adam was giving nature yes. to animals. Nature. nature means how they will behave. Where was he getting the answer from? From his own nature. That is why they are all tied to him. Really? Yeah. He said, you shall be lion. You behave this way. Fish, you swim this way. Mm, you, all of you swim, but you swim this way. When you are in the depth of the sea, don't live here, live here. Who was setting the other? Adam. Just when you think about that, do you think that is powerful? Okay, if you have not been thinking that direction, think now. Yes, That's, well, think about what can make a soul yes, be like that. Yes. That soul must have some kind of yes. power. Yes, 
Where did that power come from? It's from God. God gave that to, to Adam. So if you are looking at you want to have God, just look at how Adam is. Okay, okay. That one is not sweet for you enough. Okay, let's go one step further. Adam was walking, and then all of a sudden, this is after he fell, though. It's not, it's, it's not far-fetched from his nature. No, after he fell, he jumped a bit. But it's not far-fetched from his nature. Then all of a sudden, he just heard the voice. Oh, let me put it this way. That means he has been doing it before he even fell. Yeah. The Lord landed. And said, Adam, where are you? He said, I heard your voice walking in the garden. Jesus, have you heard the voice of God walking in the garden? Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Have you heard the voice of God walking in your room? In case you, th- ah, you think getting car is sweet, think about hearing the voice of God walking in your room. Have you thought of that? God can walk in your room. You can hear his voice. He can talk to you. Now, now imagine the voice in the cool of the eve, because he will always come. They begin to gist. When they are gisting, and then imagine, what, what do you think they are talking about? Do you think his car? Do you think his house? Do you think it's money? There are heavenly conversations. There are things that are important to God that God talks about. When, God, when you are the one that talks to God about car and house and husband and wife, do you think that's what you... Is, if God wants to talk to you, so everybody's looking at time, nobody will soon finish. Do you think that when God wants to talk to you, what he wants to talk to you is his car? No. Have you thought of that before? Now, when God comes to you, what he wants to gist with you about is, do you know how I created the universe? Remember, remember when John said this, this is what I was telling him. Ah, do you know how I put the stars to stay where they are? There's a wisdom in me that can do that. Do you know? Do you know what God wants to talk about? You see, you see all those, that's just creation. No? That's, con- this, that's creation conversation. That one too is even sweet. I remember one day, I was in the room. Hi, God, sorry. And because of heavenly thought, hey, what am I saying? I, I, I've not said what I want to say, but I'm explaining it. But maybe I'll, I'll type, don't sorry, sorry, please bear with me. I was in the room. And then I began to, to just think in the spirit. I was fellowshipping. Then all of a sudden, the spirit landed. See, this one is the, is the effect of the spirit of God walking in the garden. Why? The spirit came into the room and began to explain creation to me. Said, see, see that Genesis. And the Lord said, let there be. Then he began to explain. And then from there, he now moved beyond creation. Then he began to talk about how he was before he created all things. Then he began to now explain. See, do you know how Lucifer fell? Then he took me out of time. You know, when they say God created the heavens and the earth, do you know whether they created both at the same time? Do you, do you know where heaven was before earth was? Do you know whether, okay, the Lord began to explain. And I said that, see, when Satan fell, what did, how did he fall? Because he had, he had an understanding. God began to explain to me about certain things in the heart of Satan, how he, became, how he fell from time. That means that was beyond Genesis. But it was from Genesis. I was just thinking about Genesis. Then the Lord began to explain. Says Satan, he knew about the plan I have for men. Why? Check. He just began he moved into Isaiah. Let me begin to explain in the book of Isaiah. I say, I will say, I would, I will say, I will exalt my throne above the stars. Say, I will. What is, what is Satan talking about? I don't have time. I'm, 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 are, ah, what is Satan doing? He wants to move. 
when Satan was saying that, that's what he thought in his heart. I mean, yes. the, the Isaiah was talking about now, it has not happened. But Isaiah gave us explanation of what was in his heart. That thing has always been there. Yeah. He said, I will be like the most high. That's the end of that verse, but I don't, I don't. But there's one thing key to that. You realize that Satan was elevating himself, small, small. Yeah. It was from the earth, he has fallen. Ah, I don't fall in that, that he deceived the nation. Thou art sent in thy heart. I will ascend above the stars of the heavens. Meaning, he will move up. That's an elevation. So I will, what? Rise above the mountain. Ah, uh-uh. ah. What do you think he's talking about? That's another elevation. They are not the same. Then he said, I will move above the heights of the clouds. That's another height. That is another place in the realm of the spirit. There are places you can assess. Yeah. Satan, no, see all those ones that Satan is going. It's God's arrangement. It's not Satan's arrangement. There's a way God puts things. See, see, in all those places, God has kept things. Do you know that Adam was not on earth when he was here? He be, how did he land on earth? He fell. Yeah. Yeah. Adam fell. Where did he fall from? Yeah. He fell from his heaven. Yeah. When God created the earth, he created a family. I don't have time. I will have read scripture because I'm, time has gone. He said he created the heavens. He said God called it family. It's called the heavens. Adam, earth. Adam was in the heaven of the earth. From there, he fell. So when he was in the heaven of the earth, it means he was in a place. So every earthly thought has not yet ascended to where Adam was even in the beginning. Why he was in the heavenly thought, the heavenly place. That's where he was. That is an elevation. Amen. Then Satan too wanted to do the same thing. Heaven began, God began to explain. Say that he wanted to be, he knew because the plan I have for man is for man to be like me. Do you know you can be like God? Now, let me remove the religious spirit that used to, you know, when we hear be, be, be like God. You know, there's a religious spirit that clearly tells us, hey, you can never be like God as God is. You know, uh, you know, it's God, is God, it's God, is God. I'm telling you, you can be like God. Yeah. His plan, that was his plan. Yeah. When I say you can be like God, of course, you won't be the same. But everything that God is, see the God of the heaven and the earth that can create, eh? that he has powers. What else? Ah, see his nature, the wisdom. See, think about how the Lord is to you. See that God of the heavens, creator. See how powerful he is. He wants you to be like him. He wants you to be like him. You can have what he has. That has always been his thought. That has always been his things. That has always been his things. The, the problem he has with men is that I want to give you my things while you are refusing. Why? What was the conversation between Adam and God? God wants to give him his things. Then he fell from that conversation. Then God needed to find another way. That's why Jesus had to come. To restore men back to receiving his things. These things is not car, house, all those things. They're not things we worry about every day. What God wants to give is the very essence of his being. And that thing sitting inside every believer. All, a company, mancha, we're talking about mancha. Sitting in every believer. That's what God wants, the elevations. So when man fell, you God God has set elevations in this. Ah, Jesus is Lord. No, we're not going to talk. About I'm just, we're not going to talk about all of those things today. I'm just going to end it here. But 
if I, if I, because now I started, I want to start talking, but it's like time has gone. But I think the Lord has said what He wanted to say. Amen. We just had to spend time talking about where men used to be and where men should be. If you are a Christian and you go to church for earthly things, the reason why I go is so that I can have, you know, God, you know there's a sense that can be tied to going to church. Believers should know why they go to church. You, you are not going to church because you want to go and serve somebody so that when you need something, you can call on him. That key can work. No. You are going to church because you actually are actually building a relationship with the person. The person that created the heaven and the earth set up the church to be the pillar of truth as a means to bring you back to him. It's not just to go and clap hands, raise hands, we feel good today, let's go home, and then we are back to our things. No. The church of God, see all those things called will, they are, so, they are meant to ensure that believers are tied to his will. That's it. Amen. So, don't just think our, uh, we shouldn't just think our relationship with God is just about things. No, it's about things. There's something personal about it. Now, so, I think, I don't know, I think what I'm just doing is making those things beautiful. I'm making you wanting to love God beautiful. And it's, God, it's the Spirit of God that is doing that, not me. Now, 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 think about this. Think about the Spirit of the Lord walking in your room. That, you want such encounter? It's possible. How? It's by the Spirit. By the Holy Spirit of promise. Fellowship with the Spirit. Why? Drink the wine of the Spirit. See, the name of the Spirit is essential for elevation. Is the first elevation. Amen. But let's, let's read it. Where, where am I think, bringing this thought from? Is Ephesians 1, verse 3. Say, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who at what? Blessed us with all spiritual blessings. In what? Heavenly places in Christ. Who has blessed us with all? Is it some? No, it's all. They are, they are called all spiritual blessings. What are spiritual blessings? They are God's wills. Do you know that they are will? They are will. If you read verse 9, having made them unto the mystery of his will, he kept those things as mysteries. They are wills. They are blessings. What God called blessing, no, no, what I've been talking about eh, is what men call blessing. If you get a car, you say God blessed you. If you get a house, you say God blessed you. If you get money, oh, that one is even common. God has blessed me. If you have properties that you can give to people, you say I'm just blessed, so I bless others. That's not what God called blessing. Let's say you have a child. God has, that's not what, that doesn't mean God has blessed. God has, given you a, God has given you a responsibility. Simple. God give you a child, husband, house. That's responsibility. Actually, if God give you husband or house, wife, it's a responsibility. It's not blessing. Why? Because God has just committed somebody in your hand. Oh, yeah? It's not, it's not something to be... Uh, marriage is not... Uh, sorry, marriage is awesome and beautiful. It's not something people should be rushing to. I want to... Not, because, uh, no, no, that's, so, what, what, marriage is not for that. After you marry, finish, what happens? All kinds of things begin. You know? It's not what so, so you got to do with your life. So it's not... Marriage is awesome, beautiful. But that's not the goal of believers. It's just one of the things you will do finish. But think about this thing called blessings. What are blessings? What does God call blessing? Blessings are 
elevations. Thoughts of elevation. When God brings his thought your way, when the Spirit of the Lord comes into the room and begins to talk with you, to elevate you, elevation thoughts are coming. When heaven comes to gist with you, fellowship, so you can think about God's things, blessing is coming. As God started, when you begin to open scripture, maybe not open, you're just driving. I was saying this thing. Or maybe you're just walking. Or you're at work. Then all of a sudden, the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you. Or maybe you're in your room. The Spirit of the Lord just moves into the room. And I begin to gist with you. Do you know what you have just encountered? It's called blessing. What you have just encountered is blessing. What is blessing? It's having raw spiritual, raw spiritual deposit. Let me put it that way. That's why I even call blessing. Do you know what God called blessed? Who is, do you know who is blessed? He who talks with things in the heavens is a blessed man. Do you talk with the spirit? Do angels, do heaven arrange angels to visit you? When they arrive, do they talk to you and tell you heavenly thoughts? Aha, that's what people call blessing. Blessing, what God calls blessing is what can elevate you. And what can elevate you is God's things. Now, let me, put, let me use this sense and then end it there. It says, bless me, God will bless us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. That's the key word there. That's what I've been teaching since. God keeps what? Blessings in heavenly places. When they say blessing, they attach something to you so it should be clear. They call it spiritual blessing. So you can, you can have some blessings that are not spiritual. But I can tell you, spiritual blessings are much more awesome than natural blessings. When I say natural blessing, I don't know if I can classify car and all those things there, sir. But, okay, let's, let's just say, but they're, they're not there, but let's just assume. But, natural, the thing about natural blessing is that it is natural. It is not super. It is too plain. It is not, it's nothing. In short, it doesn't last. But there's something God, spiritual blessing. See, spiritual blessing supersedes natural blessings. Now, the thing about spiritual blessing, are you, when you are, the way I'm saying spiritual, I'm saying I'm, it's like the wine is sweet. Spiritual sounds sweet. Spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Don't forget, earlier I mentioned, since I wanted to ascend, those places he was ascending to the heavenly places. Now, it's a wisdom God have when he creates things. God created how many heavens? Three. First, second, third. Those are the elevations that Satan wanted to go up. First, second, third heavens. I'm not going to teach about that because if that, as I said that, we're not going to talk about it. If we talk about that, it will not end, will not, will not end here in one hour. But here's the summary. Heaven, God kept some things, right? Called his own, that's all God, all the, the very thing of God called blessing. That's it. God keeps it in heavens. In heavenly places in Christ. Meaning that inside of Christ, there are places, or, call, or what we call elevations. And those elevations are places of blessings. When you land at any of those elevations, you have landed in a wheel. It is the will of God that sets the heavens. So, inside those heavens, you can have a good heaven. You can have an acceptable heaven. You can have a perfect heaven. And there are thoughts from there that can visit you. The thoughts from each heaven is different. But one thing is key to all the thoughts. They are always coming 
with this sweet communion of the Holy Ghost. They're always, there's something particular to them. They come with joy. They visit you with joy. And yes, where I will end, and I think that's it, because I feel like, I feel like that's it, man. Now, if by now we don't love God yet, ah, we need to be awoken. No, 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 no. We need to love God more. What am I saying? It means that the Lord is too, God is too sweet. This God, God, is too sweet. There is something, it's too, the mystery inside of him, you can't find it out, finish. It's too, it's, 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 it's things that can bring joy to every soul, can elevate you in the spirit. Now, what, why do we need elevated thought? Isaiah 55, ah, I said we should go, I can't read because of time. He said, my thought are not your thought. My ways are not your ways. See, as the heaven is far from the earth, so are my what? Thought far from your thought. My ways far from your ways. But, but what means is possible? They can bridge the gap. God's thought doesn't have to be far from you and me. How? Fellowship in the spirit. Can you, can you take this first elevation? That they said in that verse 13, I said, after you were seen with the Holy Spirit of promise. The Holy Spirit of promise is the first experience of elevation. How do you know you have been elevated? When you begin to begin to think about the things of God or pray and you begin to feel joy, you have been elevated. Joy is a sign of elevation in the spirit. When you are feeling joy, you have been elevated. And when you begin to commune with the spirit, more wine begins to flow. As more wine begins to flow, they begin to raise you more. In the spirit, because you are being filled. As you are being filled more, you are being raised. The things you think about is, is increasing. It's not more about earthly. Imagine every time you pray in the spirit, do you think about earthly things? Oh, well, sometimes when you are praying, you are sitting, it means you have not started praying. Yeah. It means you should continue praying, right? Uh, I know that happens to all of us because as you are praying in the spirit, you'll be thinking about food and, and email, all those things you want to tell. It's okay. What, are, what is happening is that, you know, when a plane wants to fly, you first of all run. And when you reach the place where you can fly, then you will lift. <laughs> so know that what you are doing is that you are still on the wrong way. Yeah. At some point, you will elevate. You would lift from the ground and move into another dimension. And that's what the Spirit of the Lord does. So when you are praying and you are still thinking, I know, it's, don't feel bad. You are on the wrong way. And being on the wrong way means that you are about to take flight. So continue. Continue praying. As you begin to give yourself more to the Spirit, if we don't speak in tongues enough, see, all this are the, what soul should be enjoying are activities of the Spirit. As you begin, as you begin to pray in the Spirit, I begin to move you. I begin to move you. I begin to elevate you. Even to take you into places in the Spirit which you've never been before. I begin to make, bring things of the heavenly to you. I'll bring heavenly things to you. Can you pray in the spirit? Pray in the spirit. Keep praying. Oh, if you've not been praying before, keep praying. Keep praying in the spirit. I have come. I have come. My spirit is here. Even to rest on you. To begin to bring heavenly things to you. To begin to bring heavenly thoughts to you. To begin to take you. To take you higher. To take you higher in the spirit. I want to take you higher. I want to elevate you. I want to move you higher. In the spirit, high in the spirit, elevate your soul, elevate your soul. I will elevate you. My spirit will rest on you for to be elevated. You will be elevated. I will elevate you. Even as you give yourself to the things of the spirit, say at the spirit of God, Thank you, Father. You see, just fellowship. Enjoy your time in the spirit. Drink more of the spirit. Take heavenly thought. 
If before, earthly thought brings burden to you, dispel them. Why? Pray in the spirit. Find adventure in the spirit. Begin to think more about the things of God. See how those things God will find, sort them out. Eh? Don't be encumbered by the earthly things. Live free. And that doesn't mean that you should not do as you should do. Do well. Now, this one is very essential. Now, because the religious spirit can be, take this thing now. Now, it's religion that makes us, they say, okay, uh, you should be, live in the spirit and not earthly. Then all of a sudden, we say we should live heavenly and then, then no, I'm not doing anything again. It's religious spirit. It's religion. That's not what they're saying. There's spiritual meaning to these things. It means that take spiritual things more serious. There should be some steadfastness in there. Or make it priority. But because you make something priority doesn't mean that everything else should suffer. It means that this one is prioritized, but other ones too still need to be done. When you have a list that you want to do, should you have priority of order? Do you because you do the first one, which is the first thing on the list, throw away everything else? No. Oh, let me use it for ladies that shop. Maybe this will be easy. You want to go to, you want to go and shop. You've written all the lists. You have rice, you have beans, you have uh, milk, and then you now put milk at the top. And then you buy milk and say, you know what, because you've, drink, you've bought milk, now everything else go away. No more buying this. Do you know, do you know what's going to happen to you? Okay, thank you. Hunger will wire your soul. Amen. So, what would say put things first? We're talking about priority. We're not talking about elimination. Priority is important. Can God be a priority for your soul? Can you begin to take joy in the things of the spirit and begin to take heavenly thought? Take thought beyond normal, beyond car house, all those things. Can you take thoughts about scripture? Can you take thoughts about the Holy Ghost fellowshipping? Oh, my heart of heaven. Do you know that the spirit of God is much more interested in talking to you than you ever think of? Angels are around you every day, gisting, trying to, trying to get a conversation. Sometimes it's not even Holy Ghost, just angel. Come, just... I'm trying to give this lady a message about what they have been thinking about since, since we have been here. See, God gave us a message for them. A blessing, let me use that word. But you know what? What they have been thinking about since is job. They've not even thought about us small so that we can at least. If they think small, we can just quickly drop it. But no, what they think about is job. Some, what they think about is how they are going to have a child. So all the things that we want to give, we can't give them. Hey! Angel Sophia, because it's Sophia's angel. Angel Sophia, what has Sophia been thinking about? Ah, Sophia? <laughs> Sophia has been thinking about wife. Sophia, Sophia is a woman. I've been thinking about husband. And the thought of husband has, 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 has plagued that thought. In short, see this little thought that can elevate their soul? We can't drop it for them. Why? Because all they are thinking about. Husband. Yeah. You know, you don't think our angel just like that. It's possible. <laughs> it's Pastor Tokoda that made me think this kind of thought. <laughs> Amen. You know, like like you said, you know, our angels can go and be holding prayer if somebody's about to get that <laughs> Now just think about all kind of movie. But it's true, it's possible. The realm of the spirit should be your world. The realm of the spirit should be where you are naturally. Then this one should just be something that just, that just passing through. The reality of your world 
should not be here. You know what the reality of our world? This, the reality of this world is work, job, house. I'm always mentioning all them because those are cycles. Work, job, house, husband, wife, uh, child, all those things. Those are realities we face. But that's not the reality in the spirit. We should have a reality of another world. Yes. The reality of the word of God. Have you, have you, have you seen seraphs before? Do you know what they look like? Does that interest you? Have you seen walks before? Have you seen cherubs? Does those kind of thoughts bring joy? Ah! I would love to see an angel today. I mean, I'm not saying we should be cannibal about them. But there's nothing wrong when these are the things that you think about naturally. Not, there's nothing wrong about it. It's awesome. It's an elevated thought. It's beyond the thought of a mere man. Mere man th- all mere man think about is what they are going to eat or what they are going to drink. But a spiritual soul thinks about the things that God creates. Thinks about the things in the heart of God. Th- thinks about the things around God. Amen. Are we blessed today? Let's just begin to bless the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. Masite vene mahata beriata kasite benta. Elito vene moshite kariata zene. Eprizote bakata. Ebrazete bakata vene moshite. Can we begin to pray? That heaven will begin to help us to begin with strength. See, we need that strength. For to begin to take heavenly thought. For to be elevated from the earth. Can we begin to pray? If we have not been encountering such thoughts before, can we pray that heaven would, would bless us with spiritual blessings? Hey, we can pray for that. Can we pray for spiritual blessings to begin to visit us? We need spiritual blessings. Spiritual blessings are not natural blessings. We need spiritual blessings. Can we begin to pray for the activities of the bringing of spiritual blessings upon our soul? Help for elevation. Help for elevation in the spirit. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Father, thank you for today. Father, we thank you for the blessing of your word. We thank you for how you have helped us today to journey in your word. Thank you, Father, for helping us even to think uh, even in this direction. Concerning your things, we say we are exalted in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for as many today that would love to begin to receive heavenly thought, that they, they want the wiring of their heart and their soul to begin to move more spiritually, more heavenly. We ask, Father, that you begin to re- supply grace upon every heart for the release in the name of Jesus. That they will come into the, the supply of grace for to take heavenly thought. In the name of Jesus. That they will not take thought of themselves. Of what they will eat or drink. But they will begin to take thoughts. Concerning your things. Concerning your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you Father. Because you have answered our prayers today. Lord we pray for as many as are looking for baptisms. In your spirit. We ask that you will baptize them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you Father. Because you have answered our prayers. For in Jesus. Shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth.